This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey there, welcome to The Tint. I'm your host, Scott Fellman, and it's time for yet another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. You know, when it comes to working with the botanical method that we talk about so much here, you find yourself embracing some weird stuff. I mean, I suppose that to many, the very idea of adding a whole bunch of leaves and seed pods and twigs and all that kind of stuff to an aquarium seems decidedly strange, doesn't it? Now, that being said, when you think about it, it's one of the easiest approaches to aquarium keeping that I've ever worked with in my life. It... it really is something that is not complicated. The ideas behind it are pretty simple. The most difficult part? Well, it's letting go of everything that you've been told an aquarium should be. What would be the easiest botanical method aquarium to set up and maintain, in my opinion? Well, my answer might surprise you, but I think that it's an aquarium based primarily on leaf litter. I think that would be among the easiest ways to introduce yourself to this approach. Now, coincidentally, Leaf litter beds are pretty much one of the main types of ecological niches that we obsess over around these parts. And leaf litter in an aquarium gives you uh, sort of the whole range of botanical aquarium experiences. Uh, preparation of the materials, adding them into the tank, watching the early colonization by fungal growth and biofilms, and ultimately the decomposition of the leaves. Yeah, the whole smack. Nature provides no shortage of inspiration and habitat examples, in fact. In many aquatic habitats, you'll find leaf, you know, litter in significant quantities. And now in our, in our botanical method aquariums, we often include leaves in, you know, in the display as part of the display. However, I can't say I've seen all that many aquariums which have their entire, I guess you call it an aquascape, it, it, you know, composed exclusively of leaves. In other words, a tank with a t which attempts to simulate a leaf litter bank itself as the overall theme. Something you don't see a lot. Seriously, it seems kind of funny given all of our talk about them, but yeah, I can't really recall too many tanks other than a few of my own, which are simply a fine sandy substrate and leaf litter with pretty much nothing else. As I mentioned previously, the one thing that I really love about running a leaf litter focused aquarium is that it teaches you all the principles of the botanical method aquarium approach. You learn about preparation of botanicals and how to add them to an aquarium. You also get to see firsthand how an aquarium develops as an ecological system. You'll learn the valuable skills of you know, replenishing and maintaining a botanical heavy system. You'll witness fungal colonization, biofilms, decompositions, and most important of all, you'll enjoy or at least learn to enjoy watching your aquarium evolve at every stage. You'll learn that things don't happen quickly. You'll perfect the art of patience. Now talk about an ephemeral habitat, a tank with a hardscape composed primarily of leaf litter would be just that, constantly evolving and changing. It would be a tank that you'd most definitely have to actively manage in the sense that you'd be replacing the leaves on a frequent basis as they break down, a process which, as we've stated many times before, mimics what occurs in nature. And of course, being a fish geek, you'll need to deploy a healthy sense of discipline not to want to supplement the litter bank with other botanicals, or throw in a big old piece of driftwood or whatever. Yeah, we're talking about just modeling our system after the main leaf litter bed itself. 
maybe a few small twigs or branches, which I think is cool, but nothing resembling a conventional aquarium, you know, hardscape. So the execution of this type of setup is really pretty easy. In fact, I'm almost embarrassed to sort of give you instructions. And basically it's this, prepare your leaves, add them to the already filled aquarium. Like seriously, there isn't all that much more to the process. Okay, I mean, there are a few pointers here. Um, when it comes to utilizing leaves and, and so forth, as the, the, the primary, again, hardscape for want of a better word of the aquarium, uh, I like utilizing just the tiniest amount of substrate. I, I suggest starting off with a mere sprinkling of sand or other substrate materials, like maybe half an inch, which is about, what, one and a quarter centimeters or something like that, to create a literal foundation and perhaps to provide an aesthetic layer for, you know, or an additional layer, excuse me. I don't know why I said aesthetics, but an additional layer for organisms which thrive in the substrate to sort of work the leaves and assimilate the resulting detritus as they decompose it. From there, you'd add your leaves. You can simply use one leaf type or multiple of leaf types if that appeals to you. If you're using different types, it would make sense to start with your most durable leaves, for example, live oak, magnolia, or yellow mangrove as that sort of first layer of the litter bed as this sort of structural integrity that they provide would create some void spaces in a trophic structure and a trophic structure is a structure that fosters the feeding habits or relationships of different organisms in a food chain or food web so you want to do that this would also allow some water circulation within the you know the litter bed itself to avoid the possibility of creating small anaerobic pockets as the leaves break down and just for your information, I've never had this happen in over 17 years of playing with leaf litter setups, but I'd be remiss if I didn't at least mention that it's a possibility. So the execution of this type of setup is really pretty easy. In fact, I'm almost embarrassed to tell you about it again. That's it. Once your leaves are down, there's not much you have to do. I mean, that's kind of it. The real key here. Uh, it's to prepare your leaves, which we've talked about many times on how to do that. Um, you know, to prepare your leaves uh, by long-term boiling or steeping so that they'll sink easily and, you know, not to direct filter returns or pump returns right into the leaf litter bed. Otherwise, you're going to have a continuous leaf tornado in the tank forever, you know. So, and the question I receive a lot is, what kind of filter should I use on this type of tank? And it's a good one. And the answer is pretty straightforward. You can use pretty much any filter available. I mean, the key is not to suck up leaves in the process and not to direct the water returns into the litter bed, as I just said. Personally, I've used everything from outside power filters to canister filters to sponge filters to small internal filters, all-in-one aquariums, and even no filters. Everything worked. The key is to simply go slowly when you add the botanicals and use common sense when adding your fishes to the aquarium. I would definitely try to agitate the surface a little bit, um, simply to facilitate gas exchange. And, oh, speaking of surface, I've even used simply one of those little surface skimmers, like the Eheim and I think Azu and I think Ultum makes them now, little surface skimmers as the sole filtration, if you will, in the leaf litter tank. And it ran just fine for many, many, many months. Now, I do recommend at this point that you add some bacterial additives, either one of the many nitrifying bacterial supplements available or even our own purple non-sulfur bacterial additive culture. Bacteria are your first line of defense. They assist in the breakdown of organics leached out by the leaves, and they still help kickstart the ecology in the tank. The real key, like it is to any botanical method aquarium, is to deploy patience and to go really slowly, allowing the aquarium to run in at its own pace. Just don't get hung up on the aquarium's appearance at its earliest phases. As the materials begin to be colonized by microorganisms and fungi, they begin to soften, the water begins to clear, and the ecological processes of the aquarium really start getting underway. Now, one caveat. 
To create a leaf litter centric aquarium, you need a lot of leaves, right? And with a large volume of leaves added to the aquarium from day one, you would not want to convert an existing system with a population of fishes to such a tank quickly. The potential exists for some big problems if you attempt this. You know, excessive bacterial respiration as a result of a large influx of leaves to an established aquarium could lower the water's dissolved oxygen and increase CO2, which is a recipe for disaster with an existing fish population in an established aquarium. So if you're wanting to convert an existing aquarium to a leaf litter focused one, the key is to go very slowly and add the leaves over an extended period of time. Now, never forget this though. The aquarium, or more specifically, the botanical materials which comprise the botanical method aquarium infrastructure, acts as a sort of filter system of its own. But it has to start, right? In other words, the botanical materials present in our systems provide enormous surface area upon which these you know, beneficial bacterial biofilms and fungal growths can colonize. And these life forms utilize the organic compounds present in the water as a nutritional source. And the whole idea of facilitating a microbiome in our aquariums it's predicated upon supplying a quality, uh, excuse me, a quantity of you know botanical materials. In this case, leaf litter for the beneficial organisms to colonize and to begin the decomposition process. Now, I found an interesting study um, by a professor named Meering in 2014 on the nutrient sequestration caused by leaf litter, and this is kind of an interesting little passage. I'm going to read you. He said. Uh, during leaf litter decomposition, microbial biomass and accumulated inorganic materials immobilize and retain nutrients, and therefore both biotic and abiotic drivers may influence detrital nutrient content. Okay, it's a lot to unpack, but the study determined that leaves like oak leaves, for example, immobilize nitrogen. Generally thinking, it's thought that leaf litter acts as a sink for nutrients over time in aquatic ecosystems. Oh, and one more thing about the leaves and the resulting detritus in tropical streams. Ecologists strongly believe that microbial colonized detritus is more palatable and a more nutritious food source for detritivores than uncolonized dead leaves. The microbial growth, which occurs on the leaves and the resulting detritus, increases the nutritional quality of leaf detritus because the microbial biomass on the leaves is more digestible than the leaves themselves because of all the lignin and so forth present. Okay, great. I've just talked about decomposing leaves and all that stuff for like the 11,000th time here on the tin. So where does that leave us in terms of how we want to run our aquariums? Let's just summarize <laughs> at this point. Number one, uh, add a significant amount of leaf litter to your aquarium as the primary component of the physical structure in the aquarium. Number two, inoculate the aquarium with bacterial and or other microorganism, microcrustacean cultures. Three, allow biofilms and fungal growths to proliferate. Four, feed your fish as well. It's actually... When you feed your fishes, you're feeding the whole aquarium, obviously. And five, don't go crazy siphoning out every bit of detritus. In fact, if you can handle it, just forgo the siphoning altogether, at least for a while. Again, I'd be remiss if I didn't touch on the idea of feeding your leaf litter aquarium. So think about it again. When you feed your fishes, you're effectively feeding all the other life forms which comprise this little microbiome. You're feeding the aquarium. When fishes consume and eliminate the food, they're releasing not only dissolved organic waste, but fecal materials, which are likely not fully digested. The nutritional value of partially digested food can't be understated. Many of the organisms which live within the leaf litter bed and within the resulting detritus will assimilate them. Our aquariums, just like the wild habitats they represent, are not spotless environments, and they depend on multiple inputs of food to feed the biome at all levels. This means that scrubbing the living shit, literally, out of our aquariums is denying the very biosha which provide our aquariums with their most basic needs. 
that little unlock sort of changes everything once you embrace it. Suddenly it all makes sense. That idea has carried over into the botanical method aquarium concept. It's a system that literally relies on the biological material present in the system to facilitate food production, nutrient assimilation, assimilation, and reproduction of life forms at various trophic levels. It's changed everything about how I look at aquarium management and the creation of functional closed aquatic ecosystems. It really put the natural back into the aquarium keeping parlance for me. The idea of creating a multi-tiered ecosystem which provides a lot of the requirements needed to operate successfully with just a few basic maintenance practices, the passage of time, a lot of patience, and careful observation is something that's been discussed but rarely executed in the hobby when you think about it. It means adopting a different outlook, accepting a different yet very beautiful aesthetic. It's about listening to nature instead of that dude on Instagram with a flashy gadget-driven tank. It's not always fun at first for some, and it initially seems like you're doing something wrong. Executing this stuff is about as easy as aquarium keeping gets. The difficult part is understanding that this is an extremely natural, ecologically beneficial process and that it facilitates the appearance of some things that you might not be comfortable with initially, like, you know, cloudy water, fungal threads, biofilms, decomposition, all that stuff. So making those mental shifts to accept something different than what the aquarium hobby establishment has proffered as the way to go for generations is part of the game. You have to give things time to establish and settle. It's about patience. It's about faith. Faith in Mother Nature, who's been doing this stuff for eons. Faith that you're doing something which embraces nature's processes so fully. It's about nuance. It's about not being afraid to question the reasons why we do things a certain way in the hobby and to seek ways to evolve and change practices for the benefits of our fishes. It takes time to grasp this stuff. I, I understand it. However, with, this was so many things that we talk about here. It's not revolutionary. It's simply an evolution in thinking about how we conceive, set up, and manage our aquariums. It's not that radical. Our botanical method aquariums are not set-and-forget systems, and they do require basic maintenance. You know, water exchanges, regular water testing, filter media replacement, cleaning, like, like any other aquarium. They do have one unique requirement as part of their ongoing maintenance, which other types of aquariums seem not to have. The topping off of botanical materials as they break down. It's a regular thing, almost a revered sort of ritualistic thing among us hardcore botanical aquarium geeks. The topping off of leaves in your tank accomplishes a number of things. Now, first, it creates a certain degree of environmental continuity, keeping things consistent from a bio, you know, botanical capacity standpoint. Over time, you have the opportunity to establish a baseline of water parameters, knowing how much of what to add and to keep things more or less consistent, which could make regular topping off of the botanicals a bit more of a science in addition to an art. And at the most superficial level, regularly topping off your leaves or botanical materials keeps a constant aesthetic vibe in your aquarium. Consistent in that you can keep the sort of look you have while making the subtle or even less than subtle enhancements as desired. And again, when you think about it, this replicates the processes which happen in nature. When materials are continuously washed into streams or other bodies of water accumulating in the aquatic ecosystem. So yeah, we've come full circle in this little rant here. Not only did we discuss the whole idea of creating a leaf litter-focused aquarium, we sort of revisited the fundamentals of the botanical method aquarium approach itself and how it very effectively replicates the way many natural aquatic ecosystems function. Now, I hope it's encouraged you to do a little more research, to attempt to create a simple leaf litter-focused aquarium system of your own. As we've discussed, it'll give you a perfect encapsulation of all the things which make the botanical method of aquarium keeping so engaging, educational, and let's face it, fun. Stay engaged, stay studious, stay creative, stay observant, stay bold, stay excited, and always stay wet.
Until next time, this is Scott Fellman from 10 and Aquatics. Thanks for spending part of your day with me. I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The 10.